2: Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie It's Friday, it's February 4th, it's 2022. We have nine NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will Priester. What's happening, my friend?
1: Nothing much doing good, man. Let me say, uh, in in terms of an alternative intro to this pod, NASCAR is upon us. I'm sure you were maybe going to plug it some, but Listen, people, get on board. Uh, I've seen the the advertisement for it. Uh, The NASCAR package is on sale currently. It is going to be a little bit cheaper prior to Daytona. Am I right, Stevie? Is that the case?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's the only time outside of maybe running like a special in the middle of the year or something that we're going to do a year like price this year. So um, it's cheaper than buying the monthly and then the weekly for sure. And, um, you know, if you want to have the whole season at one price, it's definitely the way to go because you're going to save a bunch of money.
1: Great. Listen, I I know Stevie isn't going to pump it himself mostly, at least not on the pod, but I'm here as his friend to tell you, if you want to invest in NASCAR, you know what to do. Get the NASCAR package from, from my good friend, Stevie TPFL, Steven Young, ladies and gentlemen. It's well worth it, um, if for all of you that maybe don't play traditional DFS like DraftKings and FanDuel, but you're in the prop streets like me, I promise the money is well worth it just on that alone. All right, I'm, I'm done with my pitch. Stevie. Done with my pitch.
2: Well, I mean, really quick, like the season price is four fifty. If you pay the monthly for ten months, it's six hundred bucks. Like there's your discount and weekly at like $20 a week and you know doing 36 races which I don't know why anybody would if they're going to play the whole season spend $720 by just doing it weekly but anyway um, I'm excited Will we've talked about this a couple weeks ago when I found out about it but prize picks changed how they're going to do NASCAR this year and they changed the NASCAR product like two years ago because I was absolutely crushing it Um, I was giving out picks for free every week and I just, they changed the product because I was, I was absolutely destroying them. So I'm super happy um, to see them roll back more toward traditional fantasy points with place differential and stuff like that. And um, they're going to have some single stat, like fastest laps and laps led categories. And I mean, I'm excited for it for sure. I can't wait. And um, yeah, I'll be, I'm definitely going to be giving out prize picks and betting as well as fantasy content. So yeah, um, I will say this, too. On Sunday, this Sunday, we have the NASCAR Clash. I am doing a free Grinders Live show at 530 Eastern, where you find Grinders Live all the time on the video page here at Roto Grinders and on YouTube. So make sure you check that out. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have projections or not. If I do, you will need like a monthly or yearly sub for those. But I will be doing a live, free live show and you can kind of get inside my head, um, just like you would for any other week. I also have a free DFS embedding preview article for the Bush class up right now. It's on the homepage or at the front page of the NASCAR homepage as well. So that is enough about NASCAR. Will. I appreciate the kind words, my friend. Um, I do the best I can to provide the best content I can for NASCAR. And, um, hopefully we keep crushing the NASCAR streets. So, Let's jump into this basketball slate. We got nine games. We got a few back-to-backs, I think, um, when I was looking at it a few minutes ago. And then I know San Antonio is on the back-to-back. And, I mean, we'll get there. Chicago. Jumping in here, we got Cleveland at Charlotte. 216.5 total here. Charlotte is a four-point favorite. Looking at the Cleveland side, Garland, Marketing, Rubio, Sexton out. On the Charlotte side of things, Gordon Hayward is questionable. Oubre is available so let's start here with Cleveland obviously no Garland um no Sexton we've seen now two games in a row you know Osman kind of handled the ball um really didn't take advantage of it as much this last game but Brandon Goodwin is one of the best value plays on the slate again um in my opinion well he's just he's just too cheap yeah
1: I'm with you 100% I mean at, at 40, 100 against charlotte uh, and then the, the thing i like the most is i mean the minutes he played 27 against new orleans 32 against houston uh, if he gets 32 minutes against charlotte i feel like it's a similar matchup uh, to what he's going to see in terms of pace and ability to to, to get the peripheral so uh, i'm with you i definitely think he's one of the best values on the slate um i wish jared allen was seven thousand five hundred. man uh he would have been like a slam dunk play. Even at 79, we have not seen the fantasy production like we want. But I'm I'm really willing to roll the dice on Charlotte against Charlotte here. Um, you know, we've got guys like Kevin Love that are playing and Evan Mobley that are playing as well. Uh, Kevin Love played about 30 minutes. So you, you've got this trio of big men. One of these guys is probably going to pop. And I, I don't know which one in particular. It feels like – it feels like – it should be Allen. Um, but, you know, Mobley's popped before Love is popped. Maybe if you're in tournaments, maybe you play all three of them and don't play them together because I don't think all three get there. I think one gets there. Feels like it should be Allen. Uh, I'm not completely sure, but one of these big men is definitely going to work it. But uh, Goodwin is my top choice, and then uh, the trio of big men.
2: Yeah, Goodwin's is my favorite play from the Cavs. He's just too cheap for the role that he's playing right now. Only took six shots the other night and still put up 29 fantasy points. Just kind of doing it all. Fantastic matchup against Charlotte as well. Um, it doesn't get much better than facing Charlotte. So I really like Goodwin. Um, one one other name that uh, the Kevin loved, man. If we knew the minutes were going to be like 29 and 30 every night, we would play him every night. So the fact that like they're running him out there right now, it's Charlotte. It's Kevin Love. If he gets thirty minutes against Charlotte, he he hits value here. So I, I really like Kevin yeah. Love in tournaments. Charlotte side, Will, uh, what do you like here for your Hornets?
1: Yeah, you know, with Charlotte, the, the thing is, so Lamelo had a, I mean, just a tremendous game against Boston. Got up twenty four shots, thirty eight points, nine assists, six rebounds. Here's the thing, Stevie. The minutes have come up now, right? But with the minutes coming up, the price is also up. He's 9600 I still think that's very expensive. Um, in a matchup that we should win because they're down garland, I think that's a big deal. Um, Kelly Oubre is back. He's 5200 He's playing 30 minutes. As long as we're going to get Oubre at that price, um, that's somebody I'm always going to be interested in uh, just because he does play big minutes now, especially with Gordon Hayward. Happens to sit again. I I, I think Ubre plays 30 to 32 minutes, uh, and I'm very interested. If Hayward comes back, Ubre goes down to about 26 to 28 minutes. Still don't hate the price, uh, but it's not going to be as good. And I think those are the only guys. I mean, P.J. Washington played big minutes against Boston, but all in all, you know, he's not somebody I want to get involved with.
2: Boston at Detroit. 213 total here. Boston, a seven and a half point favorite. Doesn't seem like it enough, but we'll see. <laughs> um, Detroit second end of a back-to-back. We'll have to kind of see about Cade Cunningham. Um, I mean, I don't know if he'll play or not. Are they on the second end of a back-to-back or did they just not? Yeah, they're they yeah. on a back-to-back for sure. They sat
1: Cade. Yeah,
2: I, that's what I thought. Oh, the first,
1: yeah, The first half, they sat him for that one didn't play them and eight. I mean, they still hung tight, but they were playing Minnesota. Much tougher matchup, too.
2: On, oh, on this darn. Run. It's so hard to keep a game close against Minnesota. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they just, they're just they so bad at defense. But um, on the Boston side, they're good to go as far as the injury report goes here. I'm definitely worried about this game staying close. Um, I think the spread's a little low. Talk to me here about the Boston side, Will.
1: Yeah, um, you know, Marcus Smart minutes are... You know, pretty much back up to where, where they were prior to him him sitting. They're playing about 30, 30 minutes a game. Now, 5,700, I don't hate it um, if he's going to be out there. I wish Schroeder was getting more minutes. His minutes are back down to the the high teens. It's just it's awful um, how this is shaking out here. Jalen Brown, 91, think he's too expensive for the matchup. Jason Tatum, 10-6, I think he's too expensive for the matchup. Uh I'm with you here. I think Boston, I think Boston wins by a little bit more than that at, I mean, I, I would probably hammer seven and a half right now. I, I think they win by more than that for sure. Um, you know, Robert Williams could have a big game. He's seven K. I think I'm just going to have to fade Boston because I, because of how I think the game is going to go.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my problem too. Um, it's just, you know, Schroeder is not playing enough minutes and, Marcus Smart, his minutes are kind of all over the place. I think he'd be the guy that I'd be like the most interested in taking the chance on Um, him or like Robert Williams. But I mean, Jason Tatum is just, he's very good. He's just 6 against Detroit. And that's my biggest concern. And then on the Detroit side, if Cade sits again, um, I mean, obviously we'll have to see like, are they going to play Grant on the second end of a back-to-back or not? I don't know what to do here with Detroit. I don't know. Like, this game is probably my least favorite game that we're going to break down because I just – I don't know if it'll stay close.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. With you for sure. Is there anything on Detroit that you like? Not really. I, I, and I know – So, I, I, and maybe some people don't know. Um, you know, Bay had a had an out-of-his-mind out of, out of his mind game with no k uh, there. I mean, he, man, I think he put up over 50 fantasy points tonight, if I'm not mistaken, but I I, I just don't want to risk it against Boston. Lennox, 51, uh, Grant, 7K here. I, I just don't think they're able to keep this game close. Boston's a much better team than Minnesota. Uh, I, I, I think I'm fading, fading Detroit as well. Even if Cade plays, I, I still think I'm fading them.
2: Yeah, I mean, if Cade sits again, I think you take a shot on Bay. I talked about him on the podcast yesterday, um, but that's really it. Chicago at Indiana taking on the Pacers. No total in this game. Second end of a back to back for Chicago. Uh, they did the get
1: overtime, by the way.
2: Yeah, and I mean, we saw like reports yesterday of Zach Levine with the back, you know, potentially being questionable, and you know, then he played. I mean, you know, I think that's the biggest question mark. Do they sit Levine? on the second end of a back-to-back here or not like DeRozan was one of my favorite plays Um yesterday talked about him and uh, you know like we saw a good game not great game like we saw a big game from Vooch what do you have like 30 and 18 or something like that um, yep. it was insane it was a big game from Vooch and like he's capable Um, and on the Pacers side Brogdon's out Isaiah Jackson is out. T.J. McConnell, Sabonis, Turner, Warren, they're all out. Bitstays and Brissette, both questionable. Let's start with Chicago. I mean, you know, we're looking at Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan coming off 45 and 42 minutes. Does Levine play or not, I think is the biggest question, Mark Will. What are your thoughts here on Chicago?
1: Yeah, for me, it feels like they should sit Levine here, right? He was already, you know... In this weird area, the, the game before, uh, back-to-back and, you know, had, had that uh, that injury before that kept him out a couple weeks, F- feels like they should sit him here. Um, this seems like a game they can win if he sits on the shelf. I'm not saying he's going to sit, but it feels like they should. So I, I think I'm going to approach building with that mindset. If that's the case, really Vujovic should have another big game again. Uh, DeRozan should have an okay game. You know, one other person I want to bring up, Javante Green. Uh, I talked about him on the six-pack today, and he had another really good game against Toronto. I think if he's playing against uh, Indiana here, which he should, he'll probably play another 25 to 30 minutes. He's he's done really well at 3,500. I don't hate it. And then, uh, you know, Mr. DeRozan, you know, he's 9,500, probably a little bit too expensive, but – you know, with no Levine, I think you can take the shot in an AO, especially if, if Levine sits as well. He's going to be another guy that I'm going to be very interested in against Indiana at 5,600.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, on the other side of this game, we got the Pacers. Uh, I mean, ter- Terry Taylor, way too cheap um, in this spot. You know, this is a, a guy that has been looking really good in the G League this year. And, I mean with Jackson getting hurt, we saw what Taylor is like capable of, and I don't think that like bitstays or Brissette like scare me. I think they're gonna give Terry Taylor minutes in this game, especially off of coming off of a a game where he just he hustled his butt off in that magic game um foul trouble, but didn't matter um so i mean T- terry taylor at 4200 on DraftKings, just way way too cheap here um well i'm assuming that you like him as well
1: oh absolutely at 4200 especially if brissette batazde and jackson are all officially out jackson's out like, like he's
2: out we don't have to worry about yeah that.
1: yeah i i i love these guys i mean i mean taylor excuse me it's just too cheap like even if he gets 30 fantasy points, Stevie, like that's still great. Like he's 4,200. Yeah. It's not like we don't need him to go out for 50 or 60. So I uh, love him. He's absolutely the best value in this team. I know Torrey Craig had just a, you know, tremendous game for his price, 22 points. You know, are we going to see that again? Is he going to play close to 40 minutes again? I don't know. Uh, but, you know, maybe he's on the radar. You know, we kind of keep him in our back pocket. Chris Duarte is a guy that I was looking to, looking for. I, I thought he would just start having monster games, but it's just not happening. All these ancillary pieces are, are doing it for us. And so I think I'm, I'm actually even willing to fade Levert here at 8,400. Uh, you know, I, I feel like, yeah, he's probably got a ceiling of 50 or 60, but I'm willing to roll the dice and just take these younger, cheaper guys um and get what we want out of them.
2: Yeah. I mean, Chicago is a tough defensive like matchup for anybody, but on the flip side of that is they're on the second end of a back-to-back after OT with travel. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just, I think this is a spot. You look at some of these value plays from Indiana and you roll the dice. If you know, if Justin holiday is going to continue to play these types of minutes, Torrey Craig, like, Think we gotta take some shots here. Um, yeah, I think the Lance Stevenson experiment. I mean, like, he shot a ton the other night against my magic. Um, but it, it wasn't even a ton, it's just in the amount of minutes he was playing, it felt like a ton. So Atlanta at Toronto, no total out for this game yet. Um, both of these teams on the second end of a back to back and I mean, Trey Young played Thursday, was available Thursday. I think he played, right? Um, What are we looking at, Will, when we're looking at the Hawks here, assuming that everyone plays, um, you know, Trey was missing some time and then came back and played 36 minutes like it was nothing. So what are we looking at here for Atlanta?
1: Yeah, Atlanta's a weird team right now. Um, (laughs) Just because, so Capella's playing, you know, Minutes in the 20s, Collins is playing minutes in the, you know, upper, upper 20s, they've got, you know, Kevin Herter who's playing minutes, Hunter, Gallinari, I- I'm very disinterested in the Hawks, while they're mostly healthy, I think if I wanted to play anyone, it would probably be Bogdanovich, like, that feels like the guy i want to play, um, because I feel like his minutes are a little bit more stable than some of these other guys. I know Herter played like 40 minutes against Toronto, but you know, mostly he's been in the 20s. So uh, DeAndre Hunter, his minutes have been stable. I probably could get away with sprinkling him in, but none of these Hawks value pieces feel better than what we're going to get from Indiana with Craig and Terry. So I, I like those guys, but I don't love them.
2: So, can I? I'll throw one name at a one name out at you. Large field tournament play only here. A Kongu, you know. Toronto plays a lot of big guys. This guy, I think he has the opportunity to play twenty-two to twenty-five minutes in this game. And I mean, these teams just played, and he was a rebound and a point away from a double-double and thirty fantasy points at forty-one hundred. So. And if you box score, look at him, especially after watching Thursday's game and like, Oh, this dude only played like, I think he played 13, 14, 15 minutes, something like that from what I was looking at earlier. Um, uh, Large field tournaments only and 150 probably in a 20 entry max. I think I'd actually take a few shots on him too, because he's just so cheap and he's going to be so low owned. I love low owned value plays. It's such a great way to make your lineups different. So Uh, The Toronto side, I mean, Siakam, Van Vliet, OG, Barnes, these guys are all healthy. The guy that, like, I just want to keep playing is Gary Trent Jr. Um, I mean, I've been talking about this guy, I feel like, forever and ever, um, just like on a a, a consistent basis, I feel like I've been talking about Gary Trent Jr. And, I, I mean... Will, like, talk me off of loving Gary Trent Jr. here. Uh, I mean, I know he didn't have – like, he finally had, like, a bad shooting night and still had, like, a really decent fantasy game, just didn't really – not for, like, his price. But I think this is a go-back-to-the-well spot for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, at 6,400 for a guy, and he was at the six-pack today, talking – and one of the things that I like, and this is kind of a staple of – how I like to play anyway, when a guy's taking 20 plus shots, I always like to get them in the mix because they've got so many opportunities to score. Um, I don't think he took that many tonight. And I think he still, like you said, put up a reasonably good fantasy performance. Didn't kill you. So I'm with you on Gary Trent. You know, I'm going to have to make him prove to me that he's, you know, not going to score and we know he's not going to score 30 points every game but I'm going to make him prove to me that he's just going to be off on the shooting. Absolutely willing to go back to the well on him. Um, I think this is a good spot for Pascal as well at 9,200, you know, he's going to get out and run a little bit. Um, and perhaps that forces Capella off the floor. Some, he's not playing big minutes anyway. And uh, if he can stretch, stretch Capella a little bit, because they have had Siakam playing center at times, I definitely think that's going to help his fantasy production. So really that Pascal at 9,200, I think it's cheap enough for us to take some shots.
2: All right, rolling along here. Houston at San Antonio, no total for this game. You know, waiting on a lot of injury news on the Spurs side of things. Um, DeJounte Murray did not play Thursday. And we'll have to kind of see if he's going to play or not in this one. And then Jakob Podol, concussion protocol, on Thursday still. So we'll have to see if he's going to play or not. Houston, they're pretty much healthy. Um, let's start with the Houston side here, Will. Um, any interest in Houston?
1: Um, don't hate Kevin Porter Jr., especially Deont- Deontay sits DeJounte, excuse me. And I don't hate Christian Wood if, if Odo's going to sit. I mean, I think those two guys are, are the main pieces. Um, and we can kind of go from there. I know I keep talking about it. But I really wish they would just give Sean Tate 35 minutes consistently and sit Eric Gordon down. But they're not doing that, Stevie. Eric Gordon continues to play 30, and Tate continues to play mid to low 20s. And while I want to play Tate because the price is starting to come down, I'm going to need the minutes to pick up. Um, And that's where I am with this team.
2: How does it make any sense? Like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm with you on that, by the way. I would love to see them play these young guys and just get them playing time. Jalen Green is another guy I feel like, you know, should be playing 35 minutes a night. And they have been more recently with Jalen Green, letting him kind of play like 35 minutes a night. And, I mean, I think he's one that you could potentially take shots on here, Kevin Porter Jr., Those two guys. um, I don't hate Christian Wood in this spot. Especially with Podol potentially being out on the Spurs side. I mean, (laughs) San Antonio Popovich, man. I I know the heat game wasn't (laughs) close. I I know it wasn't close, but 22 minutes from Derek White. Daddy is young played like 24 minutes. It's just the game yesterday for the Spurs is all over the place. If Murray and Podel sit, I think you go back to the well, get some exposure to Derek White, get some exposure to Trey Jones um, Vassal. The one that kind of stood out to me and I can't wait to like look it up with um, court IQ and you know look at some of that stuff is when was Hernan Gomez playing? was he playing pre-blowout? And I'll I'll tell you, I didn't watch this game. So I'm going to have to kind of dig in and see when Hernan Gomez is playing. Because if he was playing pre-blowout, I, I mean, at that point, I, I feel like they just don't want to play Eubanks a, a lot. And Hernan Gomez is 3,500 here. So I'll be looking into that tomorrow um, when I'm kind of breaking this slate down.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think that's a, a really good observation. And we know that Wancho is a guy that, um, I mean, he can score the ball when he gets the opportunity. So a uh, good call there, you know, I, I think in, in my opinion, it feels like Derek white should be able to crush here, but he's 6,400. And so while I think he can get the job done, if he's out, man, you know, Devin Vassal is kind of my guy, right. When the Spurs yeah. are down bodies, you know, when he starts playing 30 minutes, I get really excited. And then not only that, they're playing Houston. So I think he's going to be, you know, probably my favorite play uh, from this team. Keldon Johnson is 6,100. I'm not enthused about it. Like, I don't think I need Keldon Johnson to win a tournament, but I'm not crazy, right? If I'm in multi-entry, mass multi entry, mass multi entry, then I, I absolutely want some exposure. If I'm in single entry, three entry max, I'm probably willing to let him sit on the shelf, but Devin Vassell, absolutely my favorite play from the Spurs at
2: 4,400. If Murray's out. Um, Moving on, New Orleans at Denver. 220 total here. Denver, five-and-a-half point favorites in this one. Pelican side, Josh Hart's questionable. Willie Hernan Gomez is out. Garrett Temple and Zion remain out. Denver side, DeMarcus Cousins is questionable. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. is out. Uh, let's start here with New Orleans. What do you like here for the Pelicans? Um,
1: not much, actually. Uh, I wish a lot of these guys were cheaper. JB's 8,500. Wish he was cheaper. Uh, I wish Brandon Ingram was cheaper. You know, Devontae Graham, man, you know, he, he's kind of all over the place. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Now with these guys back, his minutes his minutes have now taken a nosedive. I think Denver should be able to handle this team as long as everyone plays, um, unlike the other night when everybody was out. I mean, I think they're going to play. I, I don't think I want to play anymore from the Pelicans.
2: Is there a random name at you here? Um, Hernan Gomez is out, too. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Is, is this a spot where, like, Jackson Hayes plays 25 minutes? It probably is especially with turning Gomez out 4,200 large field tournaments. Jackson Hayes is very capable of 30 fantasy point games. And yeah, I think we're going to get some like big chalk plays here on the value side. So, I mean, I don't mind taking a shot on Jackson Hayes here. Yeah. I like it. Um, Brandon Ingram, you know, obviously he's like the usage guy here. If you think this is going to be like a back and forth or if you're playing like, a Jokic and you want to run it back with BI, I'm not gonna talk you out of it. Um, the other side of this game, I mean, Jokic, he he's Nikola Jokic, man. This dude's averaging 25, 13, and eight this year. Um, he's averaging 70 fantasy points per game against New Orleans in two matchups already this season. Um, I think he was six, I think it was like sixty seven and seventy four or seventy three or something like that. My um, goodness, man. Talk to me here about Denver.
1: Yeah, it's all Jokic all the time. At 12-4, you're just not afraid to play him. Uh, I mean, these, these are Russell Westbrook, or old-school Russell Westbrook, uh, uh, Houston Rockets, James Harden, LeBron James in Cleveland by himself type prices, and it's perfectly fine, right? Like, Jokic is going to come out and do his thing every night, so I'm very uh, – I'm very okay with that price. Monty Morris at 4,900 playing 30 minutes. Guess what? Doesn't have enough upside. You've got Will Barton at 6K. Man, if he was 5,500, I'd still be willing to roll the dice. I feel like 6K has cut off his upside. Aaron Gordon, you know, I hate playing Aaron Gordon, but he was a guy that was doing well for a little stretch there. But I think at 5,600, we can pass. It's just Jokic, man. It's
2: just Mm Jokic. Wait, Aaron Gordon was doing good. (laughs) (laughs) I like Aaron Gordon, man. Uh, It's just I don't know what kind of happened with him. Like he he's such an athletic basketball player, and I mean he's kind of a role player now, right? Like, yeah, you know, as crazy as it sounds. All right, rolling along here. We got Brooklyn at. Utah, two twenty nine total here. Utah five and a half point favorites in this one. On the Brooklyn side, Lamarcus Aldridge, Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, Paul Millsap out. On the Utah Jazz side, Jordan Clarkson's questionable. Rudy Gobert is out. Daniel House is out. Joe Ingles is out, and Whiteside is questionable. So starting here at Brooklyn. Well, I was messing around earlier, just kind of looking at some NBA.com stats and stuff. And over the last five games, the Utah Jazz is one of the worst defensive teams in the league. That is how much difference Rudy Gobert makes for this team. Brooklyn, um, I almost think this is a plus matchup with Kevin Durant out. Wow,
1: that's something, isn't it? But like you said Utah has been playing great defense. Um James Harden has definitely got a rebound from that bad performance he had the other game. I mean, shot 2 for 11, 18% by the way, Steve. That's 18% from the field. I was encouraged to see that peripherals were still there. 12 assists, 7 rebounds, and he put up 30 fantasy points. Steve, if he if he um if he dropped his usual, you know, 20 plus, you know, he's right around 50 fantasy points on a bad shooting night. So, and he had six turnovers. That's normal mostly when, when KD is out. So I, I like James Harden yet again, against a team that's not playing great with one of their, you know, uh, defensive anchors around and they're missing a whole lot of other bodies. Uh, I think this is a fantastic price for him. Uh, you know, some of these centers like Nick Claxton, he's 4,900 played 30 minutes against Sacramento, Steve. I, that that was a big deal for me. Um, because if he's going to get 30 again at 4,900, I'm interested for sure.
2: Claxton is one of my favorite plays on the slate. Um, I'm doing the six pack tomorrow. He's definitely going to be in the six pack for me, you know, filled in huge for like LaMarcus Aldridge the other day, like 29 minutes. Like this is a guy we saw him earlier this season getting like 23 to 25 minutes and just producing at a fantasy point per minute. Utah's been struggling defensively. If Claxton's going to get the minutes, I love this spot for him. I think he could crush here. Um I like Harden and Kyrie. I think they both are interesting for tournaments as like bounce back spots and then I mean on the Utah side Donovan Mitchell's 8400. I really like this spot for him. I mean, he cleared concussion protocol. Everything that I've read is he's not going to really be on a minutes limit. He's going to be playing his normal minutes. Unless that changes, I think this is a spot Donovan Mitchell goes nuclear.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, look, Donovan Mitchell, he's going to be leading the charge. Um, and, and that's another thing that's, that's really interesting about this game. Because if if Clarkson sits, right, like that, that's another one of their big scores. We already know that Ingles is out. Donovan Mitchell is going to be able to have all the shots he can handle. Now, keep in mind, he takes as many shots as he wants anyway, Stevie. And now he's going to have like the double green light because half of the team's main scores aren't going to be playing. So I I really like Mitchell here. I think at 8,400, this is a spot he should probably be be priced more around 9,500. I I think Donovan Mitchell is a top player on the slate. Like This is a spot he could go 50, 60 here. Really like him against Brooklyn.
2: Um, anything else here for Utah? Nope, maybe Rudy Gay will 4,400.
1: And I, I understand, like, he played 26 minutes the other night. Is he going to get that again? I know bodies are out, maybe he does. If he's going to get 25, 26 minutes, I don't hate it.
2: I think, I think if you're wanting to play Rudy Gay, you really want to see Clarkson sit agree and like I think you could potentially take a shot on Trent Forrest if Clarkson's out too um, big time if if Clarkson's out I think Forrest is definitely playable here Philadelphia yeah. at Dallas 210 total here Dallas uh, one point favorite in this one on the Philadelphia side Seth Curry is questionable Corkmaz Milton Reed Simmons out. Dallas side, Brown, Hardaway, and Porzingis are out. This game has some really good potential stackable DFS goodness. Uh, Will, on the Philadelphia side, Dallas has nobody to match up with Joel Embiid in this game. Uh, Talk to me here about the 76ers.
1: Yeah, man. Um, Joel should essentially have a field day and guess what he's priced like it too stevie like he's 12-3 uh put up 59 fantasy points the other night against washington 27 points 14 rebounds six assists um 11 for 27 five of eight from the line and it should be something similar here in this spot against the dallas mavericks i don't see anybody stopping joel um, especially if all these guys sit again like we know if seth curry sits Then, of course, we'll have access to Maxie again uh, at 7,600. And maybe I consider it, but probably not. I still think it's too expensive for him to be facing Luka. Uh, But, you know, Joel Embiid, this would be a really dynamic spot for him. You've got to pick your poison because you're going to have Embiid, you're going to have Luka, you're going to have Jokic. You know, we can't play them all. Um, Maybe we'd only get one. I definitely think he's in the discussion.
2: Yeah, I mean, Embiid or Jokic I think is going to be – Prime discussion, you know today. Um, and I don't think neither. I don't think there's a wrong answer. So uh, maxi has been playing big minutes. If Curry sits, I definitely like maxi uh, I think he, he's just going to have to continue to play big minutes. Um, that's really it for me on Philly. I will say, like, if Curry sits, Isaiah Joe could potentially play like 25 minutes. He's kind of cheap. Dallas side of things. I, I mean. With Porzingis out, we're finally getting, like, vintage Luca again. You know, yeah. 33 and 22 shots the last two games, 70 fantasy points in each of those games. Luca is in I'm-doing-it-all mode, and, I mean, his usage is through the roof right now.
1: Yeah, man. At eleven nine, 9 you know, like I said, Luca's another one of these catalysts. Like, every every slate now, especially when he's playing, you know, good teams and and it's close. Uh, He's going to be on the floor. I I, I like him here. Um, I I think he's probably going to be slightly more popular than the centers today, just because it feels like he can get a little bit more done. Um, So, yeah, I like Luca and I I like all the studs today. Um, Luca's definitely a top player. I think Dorian Finney-Smith at 4,600, playing big minutes. I know we haven't seen like 25 to 30 fantasy points from him. But it is coming. I'm, I'm telling you, he shot one for seven the other night against OKC. But at seven rebounds, four assists, you know, we get a couple more shots. He hits three more shots, gets nine points. You know, now, now we're looking at around 26 fantasy points. And he does have some upside to get us in the 30s. Um, you know, put up 40 fantasy points against OKC the last time. Got a 33 sprinkling in there, 35. Like, he's got enough upside to get there. He's a he's a favorite
2: player of mine for tournaments. All right, we finish it out. OKC at Portland. 214 and a half total here. Portland is a seven and a half point favorite on the OKC side. SGA Robinson Earl Roby out. Portland side Lillard Little out. Nance. Questionable. Zeller is still out as well um thunderside here first will no sga we've definitely seen an increase in usage for giddy is this price just too high like he hasn't shown like the massive ceiling i think if i'm going to take a shot on someone it's probably going to be Dort or even like a trey man
1: i mean trey man played 41 minutes against dallas the game ended up being 120 to 114 Against Portland. He played 24 minutes. I like Trey, man. I think, I think he's someone you can take a shot on. And then Lou Dort has been a stable 34 minutes against Portland, 40 against Dallas. I think you can take a shot on him as well. Giddy. I do think he's priced up enough, right? Like if he gets 40 fantasy points, it's not going to hurt us. Uh, we're not winning a tournament with, with Josh Giddy. If he gets 40 fantasy points, unless half of the field just wets the bed and I don't see that happening. So Lou Dort, Trey, man, those are going to be my favorite plays from the okc thunder
2: yeah and i mean on the portland side of things you know we could see a really strong game here from Nurkic. i just don't know if he like pays off the price tag cj mccollum hasn't had like those ceiling games here recently so i mean i don't know what to do the matchup's fantastic for portland it's just they're all kind of priced where they need to be like Maybe Norman Powell, maybe Robbie, Robert Covington, maybe Simons. I uh, just – I'm struggling with the Portland side of this game.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. And, you know, while OKC's been playing, you know, competitively the past couple of games, Portland I do think can handle this team. So I'm with you. I'm out on Portland. I'm not really worried about playing anyone. If anything, I'm probably going to just be looking at props. You know, C.J. McCollum, first-half prop is probably going to come in at nine and a half or 10 and a half in terms of points. I'd absolutely take the over. He's probably going to come in at, you know, anywhere from 19 and a half to 21 and a half in terms of game points. Just at 19 and a half, definitely taking the over 20 and a half. Probably will take the over 21 and a half. Um, Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Same thing with Simons. He's probably going to come in at nine and a half. First half points. I'm willing to roll the dice on that against OKC. All
2: right. Morning grind game time. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like?
1: I know we just talked about them. Um, and I think they're both in the same game. I'm going with Terry. I, I, I'm, I'm going with Terry Taylor from Indiana at 4,200. I think – if all these guys are out, he's probably got the most upside.
2: Yeah, I like him a lot. Brandon Goodwin is who I'm going to go. I'm just going to kind of take the the good old-fashioned safe play. Um, For what it's worth, I did write the script to the six-pack before this, and they're both in there. Spoiler alert. Um, All right. right. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bus today? Let's go
1: with someone I think is going to be in a blowout. Give me. Let's go with someone who I think is going to be in a blowout. Give me Jason Tatum at 10 cents. Uh I, I don't. I don't think he gets there against Detroit.
2: All right. Yeah, it's kind of that's who I was thinking too. Um, I'm going to stay on that same page and go Jalen Brown, ninety like one hundred. Um, favorite six X play today. Will.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm going Devin Vassell. I feel like these guys from Spurs are going to sit. They're playing Houston. I know he's cheap. Give me Vassell though. Uh, really love him on
2: this slate. I'm gonna go Luca. I'm gonna yeah, go Doncic he here to just have. I, I think Luca's gonna have a monster game today. Um, yeah, I love uh he's probably my favorite play on the slate. I love Luca here. Absolutely love this spot for him. Uh let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got?
1: Um this uh, I don't think that's gonna be weird enough. Give me Ao de Sumo. Uh I think that uh I think Levine's gonna sit here. Give me Ao de sumo. I, I, I think if Levine sits Ayo could get get back to 40 fantasy points. Like him a lot at 5,600.
2: Do you think Claxton is weird?
1: Yeah. I I don't think people are on Claxton. Not at 4,900. Not at all.
2: I'm going to play Claxton. So, Claxton. That's my let's give her a GPP play of the day. Uh, We have a few lines out. We didn't really talk too much props. Um, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say, Embiid first half point prop over on Prize Picks is going to be a staple (laughs) for Chief. You already know. You, I got you. you.
1: Listen, you, you don't have to question I got us you. On that one. <laughs> Embiid is the prop shop MVP, I think, for this season. Uh, I am going to go – this is a line we talked about earlier. I am going to go Boston uh, seven, minus seven and a half. I, I think that's I, – I think they can beat this team by more than ten points. Um, so, I, I like that there. Then, like I said, I, I know I gave out a couple other props, but um, if if Gordon Hayward is out – Um, then Miles Bridges first half points have been coming in around 10 and a half and he's hit that a fair amount. Um, same thing with Terry Rozier. So those would be two. I would keep my my eye on for sure.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, Boston was the one that I was looking at. If you're playing on, if you're doing some prize picks before like 7am, if you're drinking some like coffee and you're, you're over on prize picks, just go take the the easy two for two with Zaiwoo and simple um, at 43 and a half and forty-four and a half and thank me later. So there you go. Um, little little prize well, picks for you guys.
1: You, you, you already know I'm doing that. You, you don't have to worry about it. It's so that, that's, that's a it lot. feels
2: like it's so low. I mean I don't know. Maybe there, maybe the blowout might be a thing for MIBR against um, Vitality, okay. but... I, well, well, let's
1: talk about this, like, super briefly, Stevie, because I know people
2: may not want to hear us discuss
1: CSGO, or, they, the, or they, they may. They can turn it off. It's fine. Listen, simple today from Natty, from Navi, excuse me. Stevie, you put up, like, I don't know, 35 on map one. That That's, like, all we need to know. A matter of fact, I think it was 33 to be exact. 33 on map one and it wasn't like super tight I mean it was semi-tight but 33 and then he put up like 20 on the next map I mean he dropped over 50 um and then Zai didn't play today Zai wouldn't play today but I mean Zai to me Zai is more consistent overall and what I mean by that is, Zai is typically going to get you 22 to 23 every map where simple Sometimes he's gonna have these maps where he gets like 17 and the next map he goes for like 30. You know what I mean? Yep. But so I I I I mean both of them should be fine. But for at 43 and a half, 44 and a half. It's always over with them. And I can't wait for a slate where we get G2 there as well.
2: And Nico's on the same slate. Just get all the goats. Just
1: got all three of them. Yeah. It's it's okay.
2: insane. I'll tell you right now, I I put this up like probably like five minutes before we jumped on um i got i have a three for three at cs go already with simple zaiwu and blame f over um blame Easy. blames at 20 39 and a half that's way too low um in a matchup against big it should be very competitive um so yeah i just i jumped on those i jumped into cs go streets uh before we got rolling here and um there you That's go. I already and told everybody, it. I'm taking
1: my shot tomorrow. Like, I'm bumping up my units tomorrow for
2: this slate We right got here. some good CSGO tomorrow. Um yeah. If you're Here's into that kind bought. of thing, like, we have some really good knockout stage, you know, blast premiere, good CSGO tomorrow. Um, So, you know, we need, like, big, like, th- this is, this is, like, big time CSGO, and I mean, going into the weekend too, like we could potentially have like Navi, G two, Vitality all on the Saturday slate. Like, just and, make sure you text me and remind me that because that will. is easy, easy jelly beans.
1: And here's what I will say too, and <laughs> my last thing: Liquid might be becoming my new favorite team. Like, I I, I actually like these guys. They've got Elise, Naf oc grim's there now like secretly i i think liquid is team liquid is my favorite team i i told everybody i said i think liquid could finish top three this season if everything goes their way they've been playing really competitively um i think they got the right piece like picking up oc was a big deal for them um and they didn't play as well today overall but i just be on the lookout for the team. They Liquid, had to play man. NAVI. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they played fine though. That's the thing. Like
2: Yeah, what was it? 16-10 and 16-12 or something.
1: Yeah, th- that's not bad considering this is pretty much their first time seeing them this season. Like I Team Liquid is is, is my that's my sleeper this season for a top Did You know three they're teams. one
2: they're like one of my all-time favorites um CS:GO teams. I like Liquid and I was always a huge like FaZe fan. But phase oh, was yeah, more phase was more because of Nico. So now I kind of root for G2, G2 and Liquid. Yeah. So Liquid oh, is way- my like US team and G2 is like my overseas team.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got you. G- G2 picking up modesty was a big deal. Like picking him up was a huge deal. So I uh yeah, we're gonna be good.
2: I can't wait till they get rid of Jax and they bring in one more strong player, but you know anyway anyway all right CSGO, go prize picks if you haven't already head on over rotor grinders discord heck man the chief's prop shop is just flames there's a reason that the emoji next to it is flames um so you know check that out that's gonna wrap it up here for friday we'll be back monday again free grinders live nascar show sunday 5 30 eastern Make sure you're checking that out. He is Will. I am Stevie. I hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.